The views and opinions expressed by the Should They Watch It podcast are those of two moms who happen to be a registered play therapist and a voice actor for cartoons. So while they may feel their opinions come from a knowledgeable place, they are still, in fact, just opinions. Should They Watch It, a podcast that takes the task of reviewing your kids' favorite shows off your to-do list. Hello and welcome to the Should They Watch It podcast. We are so excited this week because we have a huge giveaway that we are going to be doing over on our Instagram page. So make sure you go over, like us on Should They Watch It on Insta because I'm sure you've heard of this little movie, and by little I mean giant, uh, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. It is currently in theaters. This movie stars Michael Sarah, Mel Brooks, Samuel L. Jackson. I could go on and on. We're talking a giant all-star cast uh, currently in theaters. Well, it's going to be coming to streaming soon. You're going to be able to get it online. Uh, until then, we have been given three digital downloads of Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, that we are going to gift to you, our listeners. Um, this is a hilarious movie. It's a an unlikely samurai, lots of hijinks, again, all-star cast. Uh, this is one you definitely want to win and check out yourself. So go over to the Should They Watch It Insta. We're going to be giving away three digital codes for Pause of Fury, um, and we're going to have all the details on our Insta page as to how you can uh, win this movie so that you can enjoy it with your family. But until then, I'm ready. We're getting straight into the podcast. I'm Kara Edwards. And I'm Laura Orr. Can we just dive right oh, in? Because for yes. the first time ever, I'm actually excited about a song. First time ever. Okay, we can process that I mean, later. I mean, I mean, maybe once <laughs> or twice in the history of the podcast. We're 50 plus episodes in, but I'm just saying. It's fair. It's now, fair. Now I'm in nostalgia land and I am finally excited to sing. Do, 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 do. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Ducktails, woo! Every day they're out there making ducktails, woo! Tales okay, of we have to have to okay. stop eventually. We cannot sing the entire song. Woo. Oh, if we must. Like, That's... Like, like, okay, I was thinking the whole time watching this, and we're going to review the show, but I do need to say this. I was thinking the whole time, every time that the intro song would come on, about how much we have failed our children today with the intro songs, because there oh. are not... Like, okay, Shira had a great intro song. Mm-hmm. I can think of series that have come out recently that have had great intro songs, but I I feel like that is something that has just been pushed away. And when I think of yeah. rescue rangers or ducktails or yeah, they've been they were so they were catchy. so catchy and yes. good and well produced. And mm. I mean, they it was a full on song. Absolutely. And and it was so good, in fact, that they just redid it 
and used it in the new show because we're yeah. not reviewing the 1987 no we're TV going show. for the new version of DuckTales and and it's except for now it's a female singer and they sped it up a little bit so yeah. it's like life is like yeah. a hurricane <laughs> like <laughs> she just boom yep and, and, but it's so much fun to hear it I I played the intro for every episode I watched oh yeah instead of you know sure. how you can do skip intro yeah I played it because I was and then I would sing it really loud and my son's like please Oh, please. oh really <laughs> did he not get into it he did but he was just like do you have to sing it every, every episode <laughs> you're like yes actually it's here in Duckburg. Duckburg. did you that would have been a perfect opportunity for you to say pull a back in my day we didn't get to skip the intros we had <laughs> to watch the entire thing and we had to wait for it to come on tv we couldn't yep. just watch it at will i tell him no. that all the time and he's like i cannot imagine a world where i don't get what i want when i want it. i know right oh that what a horrible life you led yeah he'll just think of something and like mom amazon yep. now i know that instant gratification i'm like i had to wait to go to a mall we had to prolong our dopamine <laughs> fix you guys just get it willy-nilly get it all the time yeah this show was a part of a series of shows that were played right after school it was a disney's after school block where yeah. it was this and what was it ducktales it was um rescue rangers um gummy bears i think and there was one more which one was it um tailspin tailspin, tailspin. Mm-hmm. yep and um i remember i just remember going to daycare i was this i was that young i was probably like five so wow. kindergarten no 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 first grade six anyways we would they would take the bus we would take the bus and go to daycare and they would have the tv out and all of the kids would crowd around it. And I'm talking, this TV was a tiny TV. And so we were literally pushing each other out of the way to watch these four shows. Um, it was awesome. It was That's good hilarious. There's yeah. some good. This is when they I, allowed TV at daycare. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than you, and I still watched them. You did, yeah. No question. Yeah, it was so good. It was, it, it's definitely like, it's interesting because this is another example. We've talked about this in other shows of shows like a cluster of shows being reserved for a certain amount of time. So we had this after school block. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the TGI, TGIF with like Full House and all that that you would watch on Fridays. And then you would have SNCC that you would watch on Saturday night. Uh-huh. And then you had also the Saturday morning cartoons, which were offered on, on several different programs. But it's that block of time that our kids probably also won't experience of of this time, this day. This is when you can experience mm-hmm. the thing. I've got to wake up Saturday morning and watch these cartoons. Or I've yep. got to rush home from school so that I can watch that show. Exactly that. At this, And so that time frame is like ingrained into your brain yeah. too. Of like, So it brings back all these memories of that time of day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like it's not just the show you're watching, it's what was going on around you that you start to remember that I don't think happens as often now either because of that, you know, the the options that are available now. So. Which I do think is the challenge for shows that are coming out today to, you know, back then I don't know that 
I don't want to say put in as much effort because the shows were great back then, but um, you had your time slot and that wasn't going anywhere. Now when you're like, I hope I get on the Netflix or whatever it is, Disney Plus, um, you have this monstrous amount of shows that you're going up again. You really have to raise the level of each show to be the one that they choose right? when they have all the choices and um, Mm -hmm. we'll get to the review part, but I I feel Mm -hmm. like, oh man, did they ever... Yeah, they, they really to did. That yeah, yeah, with we'll the definitely new get tales, to. So <gasps> I think you're right. You're right, though. I think I heard. I read something about because of that competition that exists now that didn't exist as much back then. You're seeing a lot of TV shows not last as long because the um, our attention span just isn't as long, and so our loyalty. Fact doesn't bring the numbers because it's like oh I could watch season six of this show but there's also this brand new show that just came out with this brand new you know premise and I'm gonna watch that instead I'm gonna spend my time doing that so a lot of shows are getting canceled after like three seasons makes sense yep it's it's sad but it makes sense it's it's just the way of things um how are you Kara okay so I was up last night Uh really late kind of raging Raging. R- ranting. ranting. Ranting and raging. A 1 a.m. rant session? I did. I was up really late. Um, so I, okay, backstory, and I'm going to be kind of vague with some of this because there's things that it's not that I can't talk about, but I'm not going to talk about, and you'll understand mm. why. A redacted um, version of events. A redacted version of events. Okay. So my husband works for a company, and this is where I'm Redacted. Gonna, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, well, no, I can say which one. Um, it, it, a simple search, you would find it out anyway uh but (laughs) um uh and i'm telling this because this was a very humbling moment for me around 1 a.m um so he works for a a company it's it's called crunchy roll uh used to be called funimation they he actually is a producer he oversees he manages the directors of basically most of the anime that uh, you find on television whatever channels you're watching it Mm -hmm. it probably comes from this this thing from Crunchyroll. Um, part of his job is listening to directors and actors and their issues and things that they might be frustrated about. Um, they come to him to air their grievances, just kind of like in any company when you're in a managerial position. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not fixer. And I'm one of those like old school. I've been doing this for 25 years, so I'm like, oh, those young kids, and they don't need to complain and all their issues, and they just need to be happy to be working. Tough it out. Yeah, I, I tend to come from that perspective. So, so there is a project, and this is where the redacted part is going to come in. Um, the, there is a project that I have been a part of for a very long time. Um, there's there's a lot of history. There's also a lot of um, things with this project that I can be very proud of. Uh And as a female actor, uh, I do believe I'm the longest running female actor that has been a part of this project. Okay. Uh, Meaning I have recorded more than any other female in this very large whatever world that that it's in. Um, For the show? Whatever whatever project it is, Laura. Sorry, I don't know it. (laughs) I think it's going to be really obvious what I'm talking about. Um, but anyways, and so don't mouth it. So, so anyway. 
anyways. Um, so the females, oh, so, so there's a history, and, and this is all actually going to be very relevant to DuckTales when we get to it, by the Ooh. way. So there is a purpose for me telling this story. Full circle. Okay. Um, there is a long history in the land of voice acting and acting and animation and cartoons um, where females never rank I don't know how to say this. As in so many industries, females do not rank as high as the males. Right. Females, there there aren't as many meaty female parts. They're usually the sidekick. Sure. So the, mm-hmm. um, and so I've been very fortunate to voice some very strong female characters throughout my career, um, some of which have kind of faltered and, and they're just not as strong as they used to be. And it's kind of been this oh. disappointing thing. Um, in in very much like in animation where the females often are not as important as the male mm-hmm. characters. Um, when you're one of the actors, it's very much the same. And oh. so the female actors can sometimes get a little overlooked in history of history. I'm just saying what's happened. So as an time. actor, you're kind of only as important as your the role you're playing. Or just that the males are probably going to get more recognition than the females I can see that. and so as totally time has gone on that's become more frustrating because I think it's something we're all more aware of mm-hmm. so anyways the, this project there is something coming up which um, many of the male actors are going to be getting a lot of big accolades and okay. as one of the female actors I found out last night that I will not be joining that crew Really? And I kind of raged. <laughs> I had one of my, like, most feminist, um, like, look at my resume. Look at what I've contributed. Look at this. Look at that. And so I had to rage. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I was tired. And I was ranting. And I was saying all of these things. And it was probably around, like, midnight that all of a sudden, and it's this started at like 1030 where I found out. And I was just like, why? Like, it really just hurt my feelings. Yeah, and you've so, been, you've dedicated a lot of time and a large portion of your career well, to this been, project. I've been voice acting for 25 you, years. And so yeah. it was like, at which point, but then I realized, I was like, oh, honey, this is literally what you do all day is listen to actors whine and cry about their lack of recognition Mm. and now you're at home not getting any sleep because you're listening to your actor wife (laughs) whine and cry about not getting enough recognition and that also goes against everything I have ever said about anybody else where I'm like they just need to be happy that they're working they just need to be okay with the fact that like hey at least you get to show up and do this and Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm gonna go to bed and I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna take a really deep breath And I'm going to be really grateful that I uh, have had this long, beautiful, continuous career Career. getting to be a part of amazing franchises and amazing shows and amazing projects. And I am going to just be okay. Yeah. I mean, you can do that. And I don't know the circumstances of the other actors that you were speaking of who were complaining and they should just be happy that they should have a job. But like also at the same time, um, you can be upset that you're noticing inequality. And and I definitely am. And it is very real. And actually my husband was wonderful to stop and go, 
this is a situation where you're right. Yeah. Like, like there is something going on yeah. here. And, um, and, it, and it's just one of those like age old complaints of females. We've, you know, not making as much money or mm-hmm. not getting as many opportunities or not. And yeah. this is in any industry all over the place. And I will tell you that it does still happen in the land of acting in Hollywood. You think, Kara? <laughs> in case you weren't aware. <laughs> the Bechdel test was made for a reason. Um, Harvey and Weinstein has not been in jail that long. Right. <laughs> this right? stuff is just, still. Just in case anyone was curious. <laughs> Um, it is still something that is taking place. And, and, you know, my husband had the best response. He's like, when you're ready, I think, because of course, I mean, around 1130 last night, I was like, you know, maybe this is something that I need to just write a letter and send it to the press. (laughs) And, you know, yeah, you go crazy. And then I was like, you know, but he did. He was like, this might might actually warrant some phone calls because it kind of is something that, that should be acknowledged and like you know us us girls contribute a lot too um but it got me thinking (laughs) and now I can actually jump straight into ducktales in our review because and hold on no 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 oh you're not gonna let me no because I'm I (laughs) yes I because I want to gloss over that story before I say something I shouldn't say well I just have to say though that don't you think that if you if the approach is just be glad you're working that that is oppressive against women too though like just be glad that we let you play on the playground um in general you know what I mean like completely and I'm not saying that you're doing that I'm just saying that if that becomes the norm of thinking of just be glad that you're here because we could just make you stay home and not let you play at all, then that just becomes like this really oppressive environment for women to sit in because that that doesn't allow them to like adv- want like want to it's or, not or aspire to advance. You know which, what I mean? Which is why my husband was saying when you're ready, like. Um, and he's like, do it now or yeah. wait until you have it all the way you want it. And I was like, no, I want to make sure that I present my case um, very accurately. Yeah. But I am going to be reaching out to the boss well, and, and I saying, that- hey, I, I don't think this is something you guys are doing necessarily intentionally. Yeah. Um, but you need to be aware that this is what you've done. And I think coming from you, it will carry some weight as somebody who's as seasoned as you are and yeah. as somebody who's been as involved in the projects of project as you have been you know like you're not somebody who just walked in yesterday right you know you're a senior you know a senior member of this community and like you said you've been voice acting for 25 years so if you're saying it that does carry some weight not to say that and I'm also someone who doesn't complain I always just sit back and go exactly sure sure, fine 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 yeah so this Mm -hmm. is this is one where it became just real big and obvious and it was like Okay, I think it's going to be time for me to say something. I think that I I, I encourage you to and because it happens a lot and it's there's so much inequality in the workplace still and it's in all so workplaces. obvious. It's, it's so it's so blatant and that was that was part of my process last night was opening up my IMDb page and going through every one of my credits. <laughs> Every one of my, yeah. like, going through my resume and saying, 
I I have earned the right to play in yes, in a different Kara, playground. And that's the thing. Like, like that's the difference I, have... I think between a lot of men and women too is like you're like it's almost like this, like, do I need, like, let me go look back at my IMDb and, and am I crazy here or do I have the, re- yes, I do. It's right there. It's right there. That is such a, that is something that we constantly have to do, whereas men don't. They don't have to argue their importance and their value because it's just given to them. And no it's not, question. it's no not fair. Question. No, it's not. It's, and it's not, it's, and I think there are a lot of men out there that actually, see, I know my husband is one of them that yeah. absolutely see it and was sure. like, no, I see the inequality and yeah. I see how, um, I, I see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do to change it, but I absolutely see it. Yeah. So I do think I now, and I will say, as I say this, you've heard me talk about this with other shows. It's slow. It ain't moving fast enough. Mm. But there are little changes that have been happening where we are seeing more female roles. We are seeing Mm -hmm. um, more diversity in the cast. We are seeing more casting true to the part, which has been really exciting. Yes. Um, There are things. It's making me think of, um, is it Kiki Palmer? And excuse me for not being um, like my my pop culture knowledge is nothing Uh because I have a six year old and that's all I know. Yeah. Uh, But uh, who is is starring in the big hit? Nope. Um, And I want to see that. I want to see it so bad. I want to see it. Uh, And she she had this great people were comparing her to Zendaya. And she uh-huh. she definitely came out and was like, and I loved her posts that she made because she was like, hold up. Why would you be comparing me to anybody? Like, I have won this award. I have done this. I have done that. Mm. And it was an example of colorism in Hollywood mm. uh, and in the world. Yeah. And so, and I loved her post because I was like, yes, girl, yeah. tell the world what you have done. Yeah. Um, and I think there are a lot, you know, she has never flown under the radar because look at all she's done but I do think there are a lot of actors like and I would put myself in this category as that fly under a radar mm-hmm. um, because we're not in the biggest roles or whatever but we are con- contributing so heavily um, throughout these projects yeah that, um, that yeah at some point I hope to see a little bit more recognition well you've earned it I have will you keep us posted I will <laughs> I will. Can you see how uncomfortable I am even talking about it? I know. And I made you go back. I was like, wait, no, I'm not done. I'm not done raging. I want to be done. (laughs) Now, can I say why I think this does compare to DuckTales? Yes. Because I do. I think I know where you're headed. I'm going to go straight into something that I was so happy to see. Because you have a show that is very familiar and you have characters that are so familiar. Scrooge McDuck, Donald Duck, the three nephews, Huey, Dewey, Louie. And they added in a female character. And they made Webby. it made since Webby. So that um, now there's this strong, capable, yeah. awesome Girl, female yeah. character. Because that is such a heavily male cast. Yeah, and Webby was in the old series. She was um, just very much. The, I don't even remember her. Real, yeah, she was. She had this little pink boat. I mean, she looks. Yeah, she was in it. She was the same. She was the um, the groundskeeper's 
niece or granddaughter, granddaughter. Um, but her role on the show was so small. She was kind of treated as like getting in people's way. Right. As Yeah. As yep. opposed to now where she is a huge part of the show. Huge part of the show. Yeah. They and- had, they would have, they had to do that. They had to do that because especially, you know, that block of, um, of shows that we were talking about uh, are very guilty of having female char- characters that are just they are made to kind of just be a token, like stand yep. in. And, and Webby is no exception. You know, you think of Gadget from Chippendales. She was just, you know, the object of the affection of the the brothers. Um, you think of uh, April from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. as just like all she's doing is um, um, she's rec- she's reporting all the stuff that they did, uh, the turtles did. So. It's more like these characters that are um, at the, uh, like, just, they're just there to add to the male characters. It makes me think of the movie Galaxy Quest. Sigourney Weaver plays the female and they go back and revisit a show from like the 80s, 90s. Yeah. And in her role, like at one point during the show, all the men are like, why do you keep repeating everything the computer says? And she's like, I was given one job on this entire series and it's to repeat the computer. And as a female, that's what I am here to do. And I'm going to do my job. Oh, yeah. And I love that they pointed out like back then that would be the role of a female character is really not to have a role yeah i mean and that's the man the manic pixie dream girl uh-huh. uh, that's where that phrase was coined from is is just being this you know depthless character really um who is not contributing much except for um being in support of the male really yeah um, and so this, and yeah and this yeah. is still a heavily male cast just by nature of who mm-hmm. the, the different characters are but again i feel like they um, Miss Beakley was the other one I was trying to think of. Miss Beakley yeah. is this amazing character that comes in, and um, I feel like there was some conscious thought uh, as to we need stronger females. Oh yeah, to balance this out, Absolutely. and it, it just adds so much. So I'm going to start by giving mad props (laughs) to the female voice actors who came into the new DuckTales and rocked all of their parts. And and there's several of them. Um, And so and and, I mean, I'm literally looking through this list. There's so many, including some people I know personally. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I mean, what a great. Yeah. What a great job everybody did. Um, I. I just props to every single person and everybody who came in and and participated. Yeah, the cast list is really exciting. Yeah, I probably um, said that weird because I was looking through all the names. I know I you're. Speaking, she's. I'm like scrolling through because this cast is incredible. This yeah, is like you're fawning. The, I am. I and and, and I mean, there's like voice actor heroes. Like this yeah. is. Uh, this is an amazing cast of people. Like as I was reading it out to my husband, he was yelling out, "Oh, that's the guy from Community. Oh, that's they're from SNL. They're from. I mean, this is a a heavy star power cast. Oh yeah, not since Dogs in Space have I felt this excited about a cast. So do we want to say some of the? Do we want to just jump right in and say who some of the cast members? Yeah, are? I feel okay. I feel like since we're there, let's just talk about it, and then we can, and then we'll ask each other should they watch yeah. it like, because I think everyone's going to be shocked by our answers. <laughs> um, but yeah, go for it. Yeah, so they so um, Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec and mm-hmm. Sonic is in it. Danny Pudi from Community is in it, and like you said, there are these legendary actors on the show. 
uh, Susan Suzanne Blake Blakesley. She's Mrs. Quackfaster. So anytime you hear the voice on newer versions of um, like Cinderella, you'll hear her. She's Lady Tremaine. Mm-hmm. She's Maleficent. She's Cruella Deville. Deville, that's her. Who's the Who's the actor? His name is um, is escaping me. That plays Scrooge McDuck because he David is, Tennant is so okay. good because he and he's yeah. uh, Doctor Who. He's Doctor Who. He's Doctor. He's one of the former Doctor Who's. Like he's and he's yes. actually from, I believe, Ireland. Origi- Scotland. Scotland. Sorry, yeah. Scotland. Girl, Boy, I know. I know better. <laughs> There's a difference. I know. I'm gonna make everyone angry. Um, but yeah. So he's originally. So the. I mean, he's so good. I have a crush on he's so him. So good. Can I just say he was also in um, Good Omens. Okay. Have you seen Good Omens? No, I have okay. not. Do I need it to? It is. Okay. Any a parent out there who is looking for a show to watch that is funny, feel good, and thought provoking needs to watch Good Omens. It is amazing, and he is one of the main characters, and you will fall in love with them. I mean, all I mean, the way through, and like even Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I mean, all yeah. of them. I'm so scared. I'm going to mispronounce names, which is why I'm not calling out more names because um, Webby, who's spectacular oh, yeah. in this show, oh, yeah. I'm and I'm going to butcher her name, and I'm so sorry because I'm looking at her picture and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're from here and here and here. Oh yeah, and I've seen She's... you here, Kate Kate Michuki, I think. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember. I don't know how to say her last name, but yeah. she's so good. And same thing with Mrs. Beakley. I'm scared I'm going to mispronounce her name, but I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, I know you. I yep. know you. Oh my gosh. And Kari Walgren, who I know is actually a friend of mine. I was going to say, who's your friend? And Kari Walgren. Is she's a, been in some stuff that we reviewed she's in, before. She's right? in everything because yeah. she's so good. And Kimiko Glenn, um, Kimiko. Uh, who's Lena? She's another one who's been in a ton of stuff that we've voiced. Um, April Winchell. Uh, I mean, literally, you if you go to IMDb and just look through this cast, it's spectacular. I have a feeling that they were able to get a lot of cast members for this show also just because of the nostalgia for mm-hmm. it. It's in the script itself. Like if you if you read the script, or if you if you hear the script, yeah, if you, it's the it's dialogue so well written that I'm not surprised at all that they were able to nab these people. Um, but and, and they've changed it. And what's really fun is they've taken the original premise. Um, and Should we say what it is? Yeah, and 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 they've changed it up. And I'm going to do this off the cuff because I didn't write anything down. Yeah. But basically, you've got the three nephews of mm-hmm. Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are very poor and they're in a tough situation. They go to Uncle Scrooge, who the nephews find out for the first time is Uncle Scrooge because everybody knows Scrooge McDuck because he's the richest duck in the entire world. Yep. Um, and but what I loved about it is right off the get-go um they turn scrooge from the like i'm angry all the time um they turn him into like this kind of great character Mm -hmm. that's super lovable and he ends up taking everybody in and decides that you know that he and he and his nephews are going to go on great adventures for Mm -hmm. the for all of the remaining time and so they the premise of the show is literally the adventures that the three nephews donald duck who donald duck has a much more prominent role in this one than he did the original series Mm -hmm. which thank goodness because and by the way original voice actor of donald duck is back um which i was so excited to see because nobody else should ever voice that character and the fact that they kept the original voice i was like yes it's such a distinguishable voice that so distinguishable it would have been hard to um to to like 
find accept a anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. question. And and so um, even though they did bring in all of these celebrities, they made sure to stay true to that character, which works yeah. so well. Um, really and job. so and it is it's it's comedic. Mm-hmm. The timing is hilarious. I literally laughed out loud many, many times. Um, yeah, for sure. And there's all these little side stories. Like this is, I don't remember in the original DuckTales um, so much the storyline of trying to figure out their history, the nephew's history, and who is their mom and mm-hmm. who. Um, that's exciting. The The nephews also have grown. They've grown. Mm-hmm. In, in the original series, they're so... Um, they're voiced basically by the same actor. They they were meant to be this. Uh, they're meant to be the same. The, only the colors of their shirts distinguish them. Mm-hmm. And they decided in this series to give them very individual personalities. Did you have a favorite? Oh, gosh. Um, Wait, Kara, should they watch it? Oh, I mean, heck yes. Yes, 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 yes. I am such a <laughs> Michael. So... I did not get to watch as much of this series as I would have wanted to uh-huh. um, to to do this podcast because Michael made a rule that I am not allowed to watch this series without him because oh. we love it that much. And, and when Michael makes a rule. Mike, Michael rules everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so no question I'm going to finish finish this one yeah. uh, at some point because we love it. Laura, should they watch it? I'm going to say yes as well. It's yep. so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some things to keep in mind when you watch it um, that we can talk about in the problematic parts. But yeah, and it's you a total yes. And I both talked about that we took so few notes about the show just because we, we were, were just entertained. <laughs> we were just sitting there watching it and laughing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so There's uh, three uh, seasons. Yep. Each episode is 22 minutes. Um, and you can stream it on Disney Plus, YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, Amazon Prime. Kara, who's your favorite duck? I think it is is Louie the green one. It's yeah. definitely the green one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Louie. Louie's my favorite too. Yeah, and I like how, I mean, right from the get-go, he's like, you know, Huey, Louie, the third one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are. So they even kind of laugh at themselves in the history of the show that they really didn't try to distinguish the three. No. And so they kind of, they do a lot of really fun jokes in that way that, call back to the old version but also are translatable to now and that's a good example of it I found some ways to distinguish the three not just by their personalities because at the very beginning you're still trying to get to know them and you're like which one's which so um Huey has is the only one with a hat and he's wearing red so Huey hat okay and um okay so blue is dewy dew the water because of water okay is, so dew is the color is blue is blue is dew <laughs> yeah that makes sense blue and dew. then uh-huh and then louis um for leaves that's all, the only way i could think of it um green leaves well look at green you leaves louis louis leaves green okay. so for anyone who needs to distinguish the three and are having trouble take my little uh Mnemonics, I guess. Okay. I don't know if a you, mnemonic is it the right word for it, but you know, we. Actually, I don't know the word for it, but I know the three but you difference know that between that's the three ducks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually get to hear their full names in this series. Uh, and Huey's full name is Hubert. Mm. Dewey's full name is Duford. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> and Louis, Louis is Llewellyn. Llewellyn? Yep. We know a Llewellyn. Llewellyn. That's not like a, that's an unusual name. Like you don't yeah. hear it very often. So mm. that was, uh, I was fascinated to find that out. Is, does Webby, is that short for something? 
Oh, I don't know. Probably Webigail. Webigail. No, I, don't, I made that up. Well, I have that's, no idea. We're calling her that. <laughs> Who's the audience? Oh, I mean, me, apparently, uh, in my love letter to DuckTales. Um, I know my, you're fond. You are gushing. I you am, don't gush very often. I truly loved this show. Yeah. Um, Michael adored this show. He's yeah. six. He's about to turn seven. Yeah. Um, I would say six is a good age. I think so. Younger than that, because the humor is really, this is a fast-paced show. Mm-hmm. This is There's nothing calming about it. Um, there's antics. The nephews are, uh, you know, they, they got to learn their lessons in life oh, yeah um and there's so much everything is so highbrow um i'm thinking of different episodes that yeah. definitely are only going to play to the parents because yeah. Abs- uh, oh yeah younger For kids sure. are not i i don't even know that older kids are going to understand um, yes what so many of these things are based on because like they yeah. full-on make fun of silicon valley mm-hmm. they make fun of funny you say that i'm pretty sure in that show the main character in that episode where they make fun of Silicon Valley, yeah, is an actor from Silicon Valley. <laughs> oh, that makes me so much happier. Like, yeah. I hope it is because that I'm that pretty, yeah. episode made me big laugh head. so hard. Yeah, it's it's big head from Silicon Valley. It was so good. You're right though. Like a lot of the stuff on here is going to just fly over their heads. Like the there's an episode. Um, where they encounter the headless horseman. And instead yep. of a man without a head riding a horse, it is a horse-man hybrid without a head. And so it's just these like quick things where if you don't know your pop culture references, yes, that's, you're not they're catch. just going to be like, oh, it's a... It's a, you know, a horseman hybrid without a head, but you're, and then the parents are going to be thinking, yeah, but that's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah, but you it's know? so clever in the way that they did it. And, oh, yeah. and another thing they did that was so smart with Huey, Dewey, Louie is not only did they distinguish their personalities, they made them older. They're now preteens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so instead of being these young children that are just getting into trouble, they're now old enough to make decisions and suffer consequences for their decisions and have um more thoughts about the things that are going on Uh, so i loved the choice to make them older and Mm -hmm. they're clearly voiced by adult males (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) they don't even attempt to make them sound uh young at all but it works it works it works yeah i think that the um the writers and the people behind this show knew what this um, setup was going to look like as far as the audience goes. They knew that it was going to be parents uh-huh. who were fans of the old show sitting their kids down and saying, we're watching this. And so they decided to give so much to parents in this show. So much. That I think was just so brilliant about it. And yeah. Yeah. All of it, it was so fun. I feel like... Um, uh, throughout like in the beginning I was like oh this is interesting this is fun I like where we're going with this there was something about the Silicon Valley episode for me mm-hmm. where um, where you see the, the main character of that episode he is not in it for the money because mm. all the all the characters throughout this it's all about money mm-hmm. um, but there's even an episode where you learn the value of money mm-hmm. and that sometimes sentimental value is so much more important than financial value right yeah um, and, and in a really fun way we learn about that but the silicone valley episode was so highbrow for me that but yet 
still really funny and good for Michael. Right. That I was like, I am in. I yeah. You have hooked me. I am a DuckTales fanatic. <laughs> yeah. you like. I think we could say that the um, setting that they put a lot of the these characters in are for the adults watching and then like the hijinks are for maybe the kids right yeah so they have them in a um a casino where they can't find the exit that's a pretty that's like a joke where the adults are like yep, yep. been there anyone who's been to Vegas understands that joke and that's like and then that kind of becomes the story of like you can't leave, and we're sucking we're sucking the luck and, out of you. Yeah, I was gonna say, and the whole thing is about whether you're lucky or unlucky uh-huh. determines yes. everything. So it's it's very like adult in that way of like kids aren't gonna be like, huh, yeah, you can't find your way out of a casino. Like they're not gonna do that. Right. But the action and like the there's plenty of room for kids as an audience to watch it as well because of the way that they cleverly designed the show itself and the jokes and the action sequences. I think the kids will really grab onto that. And and it's even fun like in this storyline and I did not make it far enough um, to find out if they find out the stuff about their mom. So at some point I'm going to find this She appears on the show. I know she is. Yeah. Like she has to. They've talked about her mm-hmm. too much. But even the process of trying to find their mom yeah. or, or anything about their mom, they don't know anything. And so, uh, you know, where, where they get into this library based on their DNA but when they get in there there's all these puzzles and things they have to solve like it isn't just here's the information I was like and that's so accurate in Mm -hmm. so many ways if if you've ever tried to find a family member I have where you're like what are the you know it's not just so easy and I, I love again I feel like there was just so much thought put in so much thought put into it it was it was really great um fluffy or educational though I mean fluffy like crazy I tried I tried so hard because I knew the question was coming and I was like maybe during that dime episode because Michael is so um he really that really speaks to his brain like having money having oh okay um you know he always I want gold Gold bars mansions I want things like he talks about it I'm going to be rich. And so I loved, um, I am definitely raising Scrooge McDuck. I was just thinking he would love to swim in the pool. He would love to swim in a pool of gold. Mm -hmm. And so I liked the episode where it really was about um, sentimental value and keeping the things that that means something to you very close. Um, Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be like, maybe there is education. No, this is not educational in any way. They have messages throughout it, but yeah, it's really not what their goal was. And and I love how the the nephews encourage Webby to be herself because she does, as females do, she does try to conform um, and I'm going to be more normal. And they were like, mm-hmm. we don't want you normal. We want you as you are because that's where you're valuable. Yeah. How uh, many of us have tried that too, by the way, of like, I'm not going to be me. I'm going to be who I think I'm supposed to be. And then it's just a disaster. Oh, well, I mean, I, the story I just told <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast is literally me doing that where mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not going to actually say anything. My my husband yeah. heard my rage, but I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and do yeah. my job. And yeah. You got to listen to that voice i gotta learn my lesson from ducktales (laughs) and webby be a webby cara i need to be be a webby Webby. (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have a shirt i'm gonna have a shirt made just says because today i'm wearing my stranger things months and don't think i didn't notice Uh, my my metallic (laughs) amazing shirt so now i'm gonna have a be a webby 
Yeah, you do need to. I think I'm going to be a Louie, especially in that episode where they go, they climb Mount uh, Neverest. Yo, I love that episode. And he's like, uh, again, another example of something that kids won't understand, but adults are watching it and they're like, yep, um, where he's like, um, you guys can go climb it. I'm going to stay at the bottom of the mountain and <laughs> drink hot drinks in the cafe. Yeah. And that is so relatable as somebody who does not ski and is married to somebody who does, where it's like, go have fun. This is a warm cafe for me and I'm going to drink my hot toddies and have fun. I loved that episode so much <laughs> so because good. of the, um, I feel like there was so many subtle, I don't even know the word, uh, you're the therapist, you'll know, but like at the end when they're, or when they're trying to get to the top and there's all those portals yeah. and it's like sometimes in life you're doing all the right things and you're trying to climb up there and it feels like the world just sets you back in mm. different ways that don't always make sense. I feel like there That's was deep. so many like, like, um psychological like things going on with that it's a clever show written by very smart people and Clearly. so I'm not surprised that that those little things are peppered throughout that um that show at, at all um there is the moral but yeah the moral of the story or not the moral but like there was a quote where they said uh they that Scrooge McDuck goes on adventures to obtain treasure just so he can swim in it <laughs> And I just loved that so much. I don't know why I'm mentioning it right now, but like, I don't know why I mentioned it. It's because it's just great. It's it's it's, because there are so many fun, and I love that. Oh, there's the part where they talk about him swimming in his in his riches and gold. And at one point, one of the nephews was like, "I'm jumping in," and he was like don't do it because he explains that he has spent his entire life developing the proper muscles and proper technique to swim (laughs) through gold and so unless you have done as he has done you cannot do these things no it's 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 great i feel like another thing i really appreciated about this is that they still stayed true like i think a lot of times we watch shows right now where they're very careful about yes. showing flaws in the characters for fear of the example that they might set for kids. Yes. And I feel like this show still honored the um, the things about these characters that make them flawed, really. So Scrooge is still opulent. Like, you go into his mansion and there's on the table is a bowl of apples with diamonds just strewn about it. So this man (laughs) is still money obsessed, but they just made his character more well. um, They fleshed his character out a lot more. The boys are very defiant. So Rambunctious. You know, they do not follow directions. They do do not. not. They are not role models. No. Um, But they still honored those those characteristics and they didn't try to make them more than that or or not more than that but like um I don't know they didn't they didn't silence that part of them which I appreciated and then um what's the name of the guy who's the the pilot launchpad launchpad he's still like a hot mess and so I love that they 
just embraced those characteristics and they didn't they weren't afraid of it because I think a lot of times we talk in the show about role models and those are the kinds of characters that we want our kids to watch and I think it was fun to watch a show where that wasn't the case and we could just laugh at how crazy these kids are without having to worry about like oh gosh are my kids gonna watch this and and emulate what they're doing and I don't think that that's going to be the case because it's Mm -hmm. all such ridiculous silly antics and and the the monsters or ghosts and dragons and yeah it's it's clearly all very fantasy land yeah I think that that's why they were able to lean into it because you you know they're ducks who live in a million a billion you know with their billionaire yeah uh uncle so you know and then, and then you have your the rival to Scrooge McDuck, um, who is an, another Scottish guy. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and you can see the rivalry between who's going to get the diamonds and who's going to get the gold. Yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. It's really cute. They have really good cliffhangers, too. It is um, it is a chronological show in, in a way. Not so much in some of the other, um, with not as much as some of the other shows that we've watched, where you really do need to start at the beginning. Yes. This is one of those shows where um, there is a story weaved throughout it that you might not understand if you hop in in season two, but um, the hijinks that they go on are things that kind of start from the beginning of the episode, and so you can go in and enjoy it, I think. Which so I guess I guess we can jump straight into problematic. Yeah. It's problematic because I don't have anything. But you don't I have did, problematic. I don't. I didn't even write a thing. I love it. Okay. Uh, but I did. Have, <laughs> sorry, I like this show. I love it. The only complaint that I have, and this is literally just selfishly for me. Yeah. Is I was so interested in the mom. And then mm-hmm. figuring out the mom mystery. And it feels like it was introduced kind of early on. Like, wait a second. Who is our mom? Why is she in this picture? And then yeah. they go into, now we're in a casino. Now we're climbing a mountain. Yeah. Now we're, yeah. And I was like, get back to the mom. Mm-hmm. And I know we're playing a long game here. Yep, um, we are. So that I'll keep, because if they tell me this, I might not be so inclined to keep watching uh-huh. the way. So I understand it, but I was just, because Michael was like, well, what about the mom? And I'm like, oh, they're not even mentioning it in this entire episode. You want that instant gratification. <laughs> you yeah. must know. I you must. must know now. I get it. Yeah, it's a different, it's a shift from what it used to be because they are adding these like really deep elements and they are not dragging them out, but they're taking their time with it, they're I guess we should their say. taking their time, which yeah. I will find out about the mom because this is a show we will continue watching. But yeah. um, but now you can talk about what's actually problematic because I didn't. Honestly, we've kind of already touched on it. It's just the behavior of the of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Um, but again, like you, you're going to probably – my guess is the people that are watching this are going to be watching it with their kids. And so it's one of those things where – if you notice that they're doing something that you might worry about your child emulating, you can just mention it. Like, wow, those kids are really acting up on this. You know, that's definitely not how we would behave or however you would want to say and it I to your kid. And I feel like they work in the natural consequences, you know? Like, I feel like when, yeah, sometimes. when Louis <laughs> loses, or I don't remember who it is, that loses the um, the first dime, mm-hmm. there's a whole heck of a lot of consequence that went into that. Um, yeah. And he did learn a lesson. So Yeah, they do, they do take moments to learn. I think it's just that is who they are, that the lying, the mischief, the oppositional behavior, it's, it's just that's pretty much, it feels like that's all they're doing. Yeah, no question. Causing these wild things. <laughs> no so, question. I mean, I don't know. I, Again, like sometimes I'm, I was sitting there thinking like, man, I am so biased 
on this show that I would I don't know if I'm just making excuses because I love this this series yeah. this franchise so much. I'm like, am I making excuses because I love it so much, or is this really not that big of a deal? So then I started thinking about. Do you remember the movie Problem Child? Yes. Okay. You normally make these obscure references that I'm like, no, you're like, never I am not, life. Laura. No, but I don't no, know what you're talking about. For. Like. That kid, I would worry more about our kids watching something like that For sure. than this because he look, you know, he's a kid. Remember we talked about the um, research that said that if your kids are um, exposed to oppositional defiant behavior by by a character, um, it's they're more likely to emulate it if it's a human um, or be, right versus if it's fantasy like an animal stuff. So. Yeah. Um, I started just thinking like, well, they were crazy back then and we watched things like Problem Child with these crazy kids, with that that sociopathic child, right? <laughs> and like, we're fine. We're fine. Right? Aren't we? Are we I, okay? I don't know, actually. Are we? <laughs> I don't think that my issues right now are because of shows like DuckTales or because of movies like Problem Child. So I don't know. It's hard to say. That's, I, that's actually very true. And I'm thinking of shows because we've complained about shows like Caillou oh that teach problematic behavior mm-hmm. um, and show whining and whatever. And and again, that is a, a human child, even though it's animated. Right. Versus a bunch of ducks. A bunch of ducks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> acting <laughs> weird. weird. Acting, acting up and, and yeah, causing issues. And yeah, I don't know. I I think it's okay. I think like you said, the um the unbelievability of the situations that they're in because they're just so outstanding. Yeah. I think yeah, I had a I had a hard time finding problematic things either. It's just so entertaining. It's fun. That I wouldn't I would say that at the end of the day, it's just a really good show. I Again, wrote yeah. so few notes. I did too. <laughs> I know. Like, you're just going to enjoy this show so much. This is definitely worth you sitting down yeah. with your kids. And yeah. again, if you're if they're young, if they're older, this is going to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. You can sit down with your kids and just enjoy a piece of your childhood mm-hmm. to share with with your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is just, it's one of the funniest shows we reviewed. Absolutely. Some of the best writing I think I've seen on a show. Yeah. Forget animated. Like some of the best writing I've seen on a show. Yeah. And voice acting is out of this world. Yeah. It really. So I'm giving them all accolades again. You're going to give them accolades? (laughs) We'll start with Webby. Starting with Webby. Starting with Webby. She's getting the accolades. So good. So good. Yeah. Did we, have we, I mean, like, did I, did I skip over, did I make you skip over how great Webby is? Or do you feel like we've covered how great she is? I mean, I feel like actually we might just do next week's podcast where I only talk about how great Webby is and I do a psychoanalysis and you can come in as the therapist and we just belabor to, to the infinite degree how great this female character is. In fact, we should just do an episode where all we do is talk about female characters female characters we're working this in where we only talk about shows with strong female characters wouldn't it be funny if we reviewed shows and just only like yes we did a show that's all about female
female characters across the board. But then from now on, we reviewed TV shows and all we did was talk about the female characters then we on the only show. talk about the female characters. And then we start instead of being a podcast where we were like, it's so important that we're informing parents whether a show is appropriate for their children to watch or not. We actually just become the strongest, most feminist, female, female podcast out there. But it would also be really funny. Like, could you imagine like tomorrow we're reviewing Sonic the Hedgehog and all we're going to do is talk about Tails? Yes. Wait, is Tails a girl? Tails is a is Tails? Is Tails, Tails is a girl? A girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But all we do is talk about Tails. <laughs> Clearly, we're going to be great at it. We're Clearly, so good. We're so qualified to do this. I would kid. We're going to review Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, and all we do is talk about gadget. gadget. Is it gadget or is it gadget? It's gadget. Okay. See, already we're done. I know. <laughs> Next up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. April reports. <laughs> And that's it. And that's it. I we cannot wait. About anything anybody else? Oh, does. that would be such a good. It would be so good. I can't wait for this. So tune in. <laughs> We're really going to go on an upswing. This <laughs> this point out. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on this journey. <laughs> oh, follow us on Instagram if you have any recommendations. We've been getting some recommendations lately. So we so uh, yeah. we'll try to squeeze some of them in if we can. Yeah, please leave reviews. Give us stars. Give us give us those all the stars. Beautiful female. Kara needs her accolades. I need the accolades. Kara so needs I, her accolades. I need the accolades. Go give us some reviews. Clearly, and talk about how, I need the accolades. Write about how great Kara is, please. <laughs> she needs it. You guys do it. Oh my God, we're going. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Subscribe and follow us on Instagram.